everybody, and welcome to Challengers and Champions, the official podcast of Boost League Soccer. This is episode number 15. My name is Jared. You probably know me better as Dr. McBoop, and joining me on the line is Southend XGF. What's going on, man? Hey, what's up, McBoop? I'm just excited. We've got week two of BLS Season 5 in the books, ready to talk about the matches we saw and speculate on the one we didn't. Challengers and Champions is dedicated to talk about the goings-on in BLS, things such as previous match results, upcoming match predictions, or anything else we can think of to discuss. Today's podcast will focus on matches played on Tuesday, March 14th. Let's get right into things and discuss what happened on the field today. We had a, we had a couple matches on stream, one off stream, as Southend mentioned, and uh, all three of our of our matches uh, were won in straight games. Our early match at 9 o'clock featured Rawr XD and Team McBoop. And Southend, why don't you walk us through the lineups for that one? Sure. Uh, Rawr XD tonight started Dominipple, Fancy Pirate, Dale Doback. Uh, Team McBoop started Dandy Andy, SMD Goblin, and Cakeist, who you pointed out uh, his name uh, tonight, Cake Kentucky Street, had never even <laughs> crossed my mind. But uh, That's what I called him the first, like, before I knew who he was. That's what I called him, because we didn't know how to pronounce Cakeist, so I, I, I said he was Cake Kentucky Street, and I guess he took to it. <laughs> well, nice. Uh, so, good lineups from both of those teams tonight. Wasn't sure... How those were going to play out. Uh, figured that RAR was looking to bounce back from a uh, loss in week one. Um, Team McBoop looking also to pick up their first win of the season. So both teams were going to be hungry. And uh, it was interesting to watch this one play out. I think it was a tale of kind of two different games. Uh, tell yeah. me what you saw a little bit no. on stream. Yeah, it certainly was. Like you said, both teams at 0-1 covenants in the match looking for their first win of this season. And game one was very close, a 2-1 victory to RAR. And uh, there was just a lot of good defense on both ends. Uh, RAR took five shots, Team McBook took six. And uh, saves a lot of saves on both ends. And it looks like every goal was assisted on. So a lot of team play in this match as well. And game two went to Rarabars by a score of 7-1. to one. And this was just an absolute blowout from, from any angle you look at it. Rar uh, taking a total of nine shots to Team McBoop's four. And uh, everybody getting at least two goals on Rar's end. Just an absolute rout on Team McBoop in that second game. Yeah, interesting to watch both of those play out. I know heading into the first match, there were some issues with both teams having their lineups ready to go at game time. So... Not sure how much of uh, a wrench that threw into their game plans, just having to rush into those matches. Both teams maybe not just completely ready uh, and focused on the match, it would be my guess. Um, so we saw a little bit of a slow start to the first game. Uh, I think Dandy Andy scored a goal pretty quick, uh, and then Rar answered back uh, with two to take the lead uh, and held on to finish. Um, shot lines, fairly similar for both teams. Team McBoop taking six shots, Rar taking five. Um, the, the big difference, Rar able to come up with three saves, Team McBoop only to, able to grab one. Um, so close match there. And then the second game, uh, quick start from Rar XD, and they just ran away with it from there. Um, I don't know if Team McBoop just got caught playing back on their heels too much. It was kind of hard to tell. Uh, I think they just weren't winning the ball battles from what I was able to determine. I don't know there's anything that they did wrong. I think that they just maybe didn't bring the pace they needed to into that second game and or maybe raw warmed up a little bit 
but really just ran away with that match at the end. I think I think they scored three or four goals in the last couple of minutes to really pile on late. Yeah, they definitely piled on late. Uh, it was uh, 1-0 to RAR uh, about a minute into the match, and uh, Tail Toback ended up disconnecting, and uh, Dandy Andy was able to uh, take advantage of that and uh, tie the match up. And then after that, RAR just, uh, like I said, just piling it on with six unanswered goals after that. Uh, Dominable had three total in that match, and Fancy Pirate and Dale Doback each ending up with two. Um, like I said, just uh, the shot differential, really, really the story of that game. RAR taking nine shots in game two to Team McBoop's four, and uh, able to score more goals as a result. Yeah, uh, good good performance from Mar tonight. Definitely was uh, mentioned between you and Static that uh, they continue to pile those goals on, trying to build momentum for their second match. They were going to play a doubleheader tonight. So uh, certainly, you know, if you're in that position, winning that game, you, and you know you have to play another one, you know, good for them to capitalize on the advantage to build some momentum for their second match. Yeah, certainly. And the, I think it really helped going into their second match. And we'll talk about that real quick. That was the match that was off stream. And it featured RAR, and they took on Oops. And uh, what were the lineups for that one, Southend? So in this match, uh, RAR went with a lineup switch. They rotated Dale Doback out and brought Rabble Rouser in to complement Fancy Pirate and Dominipple. Um, so the lineup switch for them, which I know we've, we always talk about, and then Oops, uh, starting tonight, Crazy Vulpix, Brava Gunner, and Restoring Hope 5 making her season debut in BLS for Season 5. So, solid lineups from both those squads there. Uh, interesting choice from RAR to make that lineup switch going into that game, uh, but it looks like it may have worked out well for them. Um, but, I, you know, looking at the score lines and from kind of what I heard about the match, you know, maybe there is something to talk about there. So, um, I, I can update here looking at the stats. Uh, RAR and Oops game one from what I'm told uh, Oops was ahead by one crazy Vulpix had a goal I don't know when in the match he scored it but apparently with five seconds left RAR scored to tie it up and then scored a kickoff goal before the end of regulation to push the match uh, and deny us uh, a nine minute epic OT that <laughs> we haven't seen yet this season so um, I mean incredible clutch pull through by RAR to, to take two goals in five seconds um, certainly had to be a huge momentum shift uh, in that series, uh, that kind of victory. Yeah, Just... I'm sure I'm sure it was. But like you said, the lineup switch is probably what led to the scorelessness in that first four minutes and 55 seconds. I'm guessing so. And, and Rabble Rouser and, and Dale Doback are both great players. I don't think that either one of those, uh, you know, is at all a guy that's going to hold their team back in any way, shape, or form. And those are guys that can contribute. Um, so I, I really would view those two as kind of plug-and-play, where I would expect either one to be able to step in and get the job done. Um, so interesting to see them swing from a seven-goal performance in one match to walk right back in and be held scoreless till the last five seconds where they happen to pop in, too. Um, you know, maybe that is the lineup switch. Just, just even having that different player, and even though he may be comparably skilled, his rotation is going to be different. Uh, the chemistry changes, and so it, it can take some time to adjust to that. I'm not sure how they warmed their team up tonight, um, if they got to look at both lineups or if they just brought Rabble in without warm-ups, and you know, that can make a big difference. Yeah, it most certainly can. But they were they were able to ride that 2-1 that victory into just a route in Game 2, when in Game 2, 6-3, I'm sure there's a little bit on uh, a little bit of tilt from Oops' end in that game as well. 
I, I didn't get a chance to talk to Oops. That's that's the team I'm on this season. Uh, I, I haven't got a chance to discuss kind of what happened in, in the second match there. Uh, looking at the score line, 6-3, um, to three, I'm not sure when the goals came. Uh, but I, I can't imagine that that they lost the first game like that and, and weren't just kind of stunned a little bit heading into that second match. And it looks like RAR took advantage. Fancy Pirates scoring four goals, picking up a cycle. Dominipple scoring two. Um, the shot line looks like there was good good pressure from Oops offensively. Seven shots to eight for RAR, restoring hope, picking up three goals. Uh, but uh, Brava Gunner with a couple assists and, and two saves, probably the story there. Uh, just by looking at the stats, I would I would wager that RAR brought offensive pressure that Oops just didn't counter well. Uh, but but again, like I said, I haven't got talked to the guys about the match yet. But I, just just look at the scoreline. I, I would guess that's what happened. Yeah, it looks like just a little bit a bit, little bit of better aim for RAR in that game. Uh, like you said, just the score, a shot differential of one, eight shots to seven in favor of RAR, and only two saves on each end, um, which is where the uh, uh, the eight shots minus two saves is six goals for RAR. But oops, taking seven shots to uh, two saves for RAR uh, should be five. But it looks like there are a couple other shots that just missed the mark, and who knows what happened if those actually go in. Yeah, and, you know, I know this guy's on Oops. I've gotten to know him a little bit over the last week, and you know, they're great people. It's a great squad. I think uh, they're all feeling real positive even after the loss tonight. So, you know, good on them to uh, to get out there and, and give it their best effort. And I know I know they feel that uh, that it, it certainly had, they had the opportunities there for it to go better. So, uh, we're definitely looking forward to to getting in next week and and shaking that that loss off. Yeah, certainly. Uh, oops, definitely not definitely not out uh, for the season. Um, our other on stream match at nine thirty featured Overthrow ticking on Emote Thinking, and who played in that match? So Overthrow started Chrisaka, Sparknova, and Rayug, and Thinking started Eros, Llama, and Frost Six. Uh, Spark Nova, I guess, uh, has played in BLS before. It's the first time I have had a chance to watch him play. Uh, so yeah, it was it's been a while. Seeing, interesting seeing him on the field. And then uh, Eros, Lama, Frostix, we've all seen before this season uh, and in previous seasons for Eros and Lama. Uh, some interesting predictions you guys made in the booth going into that match. You and Static were certainly on different sides of the fence on how you thought that game was going to play out. Um, tell me a little He's... about your thoughts about <laughs> what happened. We certainly were. Um, Static uh, was really all about uh, the Spark Nova and Chris, a.k.a. Mixer XD, uh, Wombo Combo at the top for Overthrow. And he was absolutely right. They were definitely the story of this match. Um, I really thought that Thinking was going to pull this one out um, with bringing Eros into the fold. Because uh, they, really they really held their own against your team in match day one. Uh, but... Uh, Scoreboard didn't really show that, but I really thought that they held their own, and I thought that they would finally bring it together and uh, get Overthrow out of the ranks of the undefeated. But they were not able to do that tonight. Uh, is Overthrow won Game One, seven to three, and Game Two, three to zero? Yeah, pretty dominant performance from Overthrow. Uh, watching on the stream, um, uh, you know, Eros came out and and his team, thinking scored the first goal right off the bat in that first match, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was pretty um, good at that point. Yeah, and it was quick. It was within the first 20 or 30 seconds they had popped one in. Um, but then Overthrow just just punched the gas pedal and 
Um, really dominant performance. Chris just all over the field. Spark Nova actually picked up five of the goals in the first match, but it didn't, it didn't feel that way. He was cleaning up a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, Chris was setting him up a lot. Yeah, and, and Rayug just doing a support role in the back, couple saves. Uh, really didn't get involved much in the offense, but didn't need to. I mean, Spark and Chris were up there taking care of it. Uh, yeah, they thinking kind of the show tonight. Yeah, thinking kind of caught back on their heels. Um, you know, had trouble getting anything established in the offensive zone, but all three players getting a goal. Um, and two Frost, cycles. And, and yes, that's the huge conundrum in this one. Two cycles losing a match to no cycles. That just never happens. No, um, I, didn't, I didn't think it actually could, if I'm being perfectly honest. Because if you're able to show up on both the offense and defensive end, I, I mean, that's how you win a game. Yeah, and, and I think, uh, you know, thinking had chances, overthrow. It, this is a confusing stat line to look at. So what I'm seeing here, overthrow 14 shots, thinking uh, seven shots. So half the shots that overthrow took. Uh, seven to three, the score in favor of overthrow. But then you go to the saves department. Overthrow was just three saves on seven shots, thinking four saves on fourteen shots. So, I guess storyline is just throw the ball at the net and you know in a defense, lol. But um, <laughs> tough stat line to break down why the match went this way. I, I mean. I'm just going to have to go with it. It was an offensive effort. Two two teams really trying to play hard offensively and uh, not, not really protecting their nets well. Um, and and maybe that's the, the you know, overthrow, just, just taking advantage of more of their opportunities or, or having, you know, quantity uh, over quality maybe in some cases. Just, just as much pressure as we can get and some of it's going to go in. So uh, they certainly were throwing everything they had at the net in that yeah, first they, game. Yeah, they definitely were, and, and most of it was going in. And uh, more of the same in game two, um, especially in the first minute or so. In the first minute, minute 90 seconds, um, overthrow scored three goals, and I thought it was going to be more of the same. But then thinking, um, was starting to play a little more defense, overthrow being a little more cautious, and uh, no goals were scored in the game after that. But uh, all three goals from Chris in that match, and all three were assisted, two from Sparknova and one from Rayug. Uh, I noticed great rotations throughout the match for overthrow, and uh, that's how you get assists on goals is through rotations like that. Yeah, they, they spent a lot of time in thinking's end. They, uh, you know, I think uh, this is just the case of they, they came out, like you said, scored three goals in the first 90 seconds, and I think at that point thinking probably just, uh, you know, had it had a really, really big hill to climb. Uh, I may have just succumbed under some pressure there. I know Eros and Lama, uh, long-time BLS veterans, so they're used to playing um, on stream and under pressure and all that. And uh, we talked a little bit about uh, Frost Six last night and Kilme, who was on that team, being new and maybe the pressure being on stream uh, would would bring. And, and Frost Six actually reached out to me uh, and messaged me uh saying that uh he was he was feeling pressure and appreciated seeing some insight to um kind of what a new player goes through and it was something that i think as we've done a lot of this it's easy to forget uh how that pressure can get to players and so um got to kind of chat back and forth a little bit with him kind of about his experience with that so um you know understand uh that that, that pressure can be there for some of these guys um but uh 
I, I think Overthrow just came out really quick right off the bat, put themselves in a position where they didn't have to play aggressively in thinking. Took five shots to just the seven that Overthrow took. Um, but, but all five of their shots were saved by somebody from Overthrow. Correct, and and I think that's uh, you know the point I, I was trying to make, I guess, was I think Overthrow got that early lead and they were able to just manage the game, um, you know, play smart defensively rotation-wise, make sure the net was taken care of. They didn't have to go commit offensively and give up those breakaways, and that probably is the difference in the scoreline from game one to game two. Uh, I, I think you're right. Uh, and after after tonight's games, uh, the standings have shifted quite a bit. Uh, still at the top is Overthrow with a 3-0 and match record, a 6-2 and game record, and a plus-11 goal differential. Uh, Raw are making a big jump from fourth place into second place uh, with a 2-1 and match record now after their 2-0 and tonight. A 5-2 uh, and game record and a plus-8 goal differential. Oops dropping to third place uh, with a 1-1 one one match record, a 2-2 two two game record, and a plus-1 goal differential. Uh, Team McBoop dropping to fourth place on the season, an 0-2 match record, a 1-4 game record, and a minus-8 goal differential. And uh, Emote Thinking uh, remaining at the bottom of the standings for now with an 0-2 match record, an 0-4 game record, and a minus-12 game record. So we're another day deeper into the season. Uh, things appear to be shaping up a little bit more. Looks like Overthrow has for sure captured a playoff spot, so they're sitting pretty for now. Uh, right now, just sitting in the finals. Uh, Team of Pippen, oops, playing that first round game, and RAR awaiting them in the second round. Uh, Southend, do you think standings are going to stay like this throughout the season, or do you expect some more shifting and jumping around? Uh, there's definitely going to be shifting and jumping around. You've got the, you know, the fun part of BLS is watching what teams do with their lineups. I think three of uh, or I think uh, three teams have yet to sit their top MMR player. Two teams have sat their top MMR player out for a game. Um, that always can make a huge difference, especially when you have um, some players that can be as dominant as some of the players that we've seen in those positions uh, this season. So, you know, those lineups are going to shift. Guys are going to look to take advantage of lineup matchups. Teams are going to come out and manage double headers or manage momentum, but... It's a, it's a wide-open race for the playoffs. It's a really interesting dynamic this year, especially with the top four teams uh, getting a chance to play for the championship. So I think the the big fight's going to be to stay out of the basement. Um, so I look to see thinking's going to look a lot better. They're going to get their stuff together. Uh, they're going to pick up some wins. Team McBoop is going to pick up some wins. Um, overthrow and RAR. Uh, certainly uh, RAR has been beaten. Overthrow uh, will have... We'll have the opportunity uh, for another team to step up and take games off them. So this could look completely different two weeks from now. I, I don't think at all this is settled this way. And with the exception of overthrows pretty much guaranteed one of the playoff spots, uh, nothing at all is decided at this point. No, definitely not. And uh, there will be some more uh, playoff deciding Coming up on Thursday with match day three, we're going to have uh, four games instead of the usual three. Uh, going to have a couple double headers for teams on Thursday. At 9 o'clock, we're going to see Emote Thinking take on Team McBoop on stream. And off stream, we're going to see Oops take on Overthrow. And at 9.30, uh, Thinking going to be on stream again taking on RAR XD. I think I said on stream today that I, I didn't think that anybody was going to be streamed twice in a day, but I was wrong. Uh, off stream uh, will be will feature Oops taking on Team McBoop. And certainly, certainly a lot of playoff implications 
for that, uh, we have the three and four, or I'm sorry, the four and five matchup featuring Thinking and Team McBoop, and that will decide, at the very least, the fourth place spot at the end of the night. Uh, somebody will definitely be in the bottom of the standings after our nine o'clock matches, and definitely, definitely we'll see some more shifting around in the standings a little bit higher up as the rest of our matches play out. I, I will just throw this out there. So, like you said, four and five, Team McBoop and, and Emote Thinking, uh, they're going to have to play on Thursday. So one of those teams theoretically is going to pick up a win, but I do not think it's impossible. And somewhere out there, there's a universe that exists where there are two BLS teams that are still playing in overtime that's lasted nine months. So it could happen. Uh, it could happen. I will not be watching. Uh, I don't know if anybody would be playing at that point. I think at that point everybody just drops their controllers, right? Or and, and they just wait it out, and then whoever's I mean, this, whoever's left just scores. This the goal. is for pride and bragging rights here. I, I don't think anyone's going to quit on these games. Okay, nine month overtime confirmed. <laughs> well, I'm just glad I won't be playing in it. Uh, yes, uh, that's uh, me, me as well. Um, <laughs> I think that's going to do it for this episode of Challengers and Champions. Uh, today's episode was recorded on March 14th, 2017 by Dr. McBoop and Southend XGF. It was edited by Dr. McBoop. Uh, before we go, is there anything you want to plug, Southend? Uh, we all saw the announcement yesterday. New Rocket League DLC coming out yes, on the that 22nd. Terrible. Yeah, the 22nd. That game looks yeah. terrible. I, I think it could be interesting. I, I think I'll play it once, and I'll be terrible at it because it, it's all aerials, and I'm the worst. Oh, it's going to practice. But more exciting even than the game mode to me, end of Season 3, start of Season 4. Yes. Um, and the new crate looks like it has some pretty cool items like painted boosts and painted, uh, painted exotic cars and... Uh, a new car that's available only through the crate, so a lot of really exciting stuff. Plus some good spectator enhancement tools, like boost meters for the spectator views. And um, oh, is that know, are you for real? I didn't actually yeah. know that. Oh, yeah, they're going to have huge for our stream. Yeah, they're going to have uh, boost meters, so whatever player cam you're on, you can see uh, the boost meter. And then they also uh, are adding. Oh, so um, it won't be on like the the auto cam. No, I think the a lot of people do want to see where you can watch everyone's level of boost at the same time. You know, yeah. like you could have maybe a little table up on the screen that would show, yeah. you know, each player's boost. So that's that would, not coming that would be amazing. yet. But if you are spectating, at least you want to break down your replays or, or watch a teammate's replay or something like that, you can help mm -hmm. get a better idea of where they're at boost-wise. So that's that's a small improvement. Step in yeah, the right baby, direction. Ba baby steps, yeah. They're, they're always improving. Yeah, and then they're adding, I think, a thing. If uh, RLCS goes live, it'll have a button that you can click to take you to watch RLCS live and cool. all that. So all kinds of cool stuff. Well, cool, cool. Looking forward to the 22nd and uh, the end of Season 3. Uh, still waiting on somebody to carry me to blue. So if you are if you are listening, I am Challenger Elite in threes. I just need just need a little push. I really want those blue wheels. Oh, man. We can do that. Sounds great. Thank you guys for listening, and we will talk to you again soon.